Let's get something done around the house, Chef. It's Rosie on the house. The entire team is here. Except sweet Jennifer. She had a, another engagement she had to make today. It's me, Rosie Romero. It's my son, co-host, Romy Romero. Our broadcast engineer, Gary D. And to screen your call, pick up the call, find out what your name is, where you're calling from, and your question, we have the wonderful Miss Jennifer Gura joining us here today. So you can talk to Jennifer and uh, get your call screened at one 767 4348 Anything you're trying to tackle around your house, home, castle, or cabin, give us a ring and let us put our 50 years of building and remodeling experience to work for you. And even though you said Jennifer's out, and then you said Jennifer's waiting for your call, and you said Gura, people are still going to think they're talking to Jennifer. Yep. We have two Jennifers in the office sitting next to each other. Hey, Jennifer. And they both look. It's funny. I do it all the time. (laughs) Well, to complicate it even more, there's a Joanna and a Julia. So when you go to type an email and you hit J, you've got to scroll through all these. All the J's. The J's in the joint. The J's in the joint. So it's our open hour where we've got some things we'd like to talk about, but we'd mostly like to talk about your house. Give us a ring at one 767 4348 We cleared all the callers that were on during the Outdoor Landscape and Gardening Outdoor Living segment with John J. Harper. The lines are open at one 767 4348 I want to start the program here uh, acknowledging a friend uh, who I've never met. Hmm? Uh, but we get emails here at Roseanne House regularly, kind of setting us straight. And within the last two weeks, we ran an article on landscape lighting that ran in some of our Southern Arizona publications. So a man from Green Valley named Gary wrote us a nice, polite email and actually called the office and he said look i'm with the green valley council environmental committee and uh in regards to your outdoor lighting article you talk about up lighting the landscaping and because pima county is a part of the southern arizona dark sky initiative we don't allow up lighting and since your article has been published, Mr. Romero, <laughs> all my time is spent telling people they cannot have uplights. <laughs> so well, would you... look at Scrooge. <laughs> Why don't you change your laws there? No, 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 no. We we got to protect that that uh, dark sky initiative. That's for sure. So We're y'all not putting spotlights. We're just talking a little landscape, y'all. Yeah, but when clothes. you when you multiply that times one point seven million. <laughs> so listen, y'all. Gary is right. From Green Valley. Uh, we want to protect the Southern Arizona Dark Sky Initiative, and there are lighting restrictions and laws. You have to be able to uh, use the right kind of lights and direct them in the right direction. You know, people come to me all the time and say, how do you have your vast knowledge of construction? It's because of, it's because of guys like Gary that just keep me up to speed. We add this to our database and try not to ever make that mistake again. So again, 
We appreciate it when those of you that are listening catch us and correct us. And then we self-correct and hopefully aren't caught in that dilemma again. So thank you, Gary. The other thing I want to talk about, for those of you in Phoenix, uh, there's going to be a really fun activity going on tomorrow. The first historic district, City of Phoenix, and now Tucson has them as well, historic districts within pockets and areas of downtown. The first ever historic district is the Roosevelt District. And that goes that designation goes all the way back to the 80s. And it's McDowell Road to Fillmore, Central to 7th Avenue. Now today it mixes uh, you know there's there's like high-rise condos, mid-rise condos, but there are also a lot of pre-war bungalows and century-old churches and locally owned coffee shops. Well, they've got the Roosevelt District tour tomorrow. And the Roosevelt District was really the place for the shakers and movers of Phoenix back in the late 1800s, early 1900s. So there's some historically significant homes and buildings there. You can actually arrange to have a tour, a guided tour, but you've got to uh, do that in advance. You're going to meet tomorrow, the 19th, between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. at 5th Avenue and Portland. Tickets on at the site are 16 bucks. Private tours are 25 bucks. Uh, check it out. You can find more at RooseveltDistrict.com and go to events, and they'll give you the details for the Roosevelt District Historical Tour. This, Romy, is when they really built solid homes. Look at look at the one on the picture right there. I mean, it's, the whole thing's masonry. The whole thing. Masonry. Let's build it to last, right? There's some pretty buildings in that district, some pretty homes. You can... Really get me sidebar on a soapbox <laughs> talking that because the way they're building homes right now, they're not going to be around to be historic homes. Well, we've got Nathan Angel coming in at 10 o'clock talking bell guard and pavers, and he texted me while you were and John Jay were talking about how to cook a turkey. He says, no, they're both wrong. I will tell you the right way to cook a turkey. He's so got that, one of those pizza so, ovens. Do you think he does a pizza, so, so pizza that, turkey? So we're going to find out at 10 o'clock. Some other events around the state. Uh, there's also the Tempe Arts Festival coming up. You have the Habby Restore in Tucson. Big block sale that they've got on December 2nd. And the Prescott Parade and Charlotte Hall Frontier Christmas, along with the Courthouse Lighting, coming up December 2nd. And then, oh, boy. A number of great of community events that you can find at rosieonthehouse.com. Just click events, and it'll help you connect uh, you to local community events in your area. All right. There you go. Well, Miss Gura has callers screened and lined up. There is still one open line if you want to sneak in. The 9 o'clock hour is open line. We try and take as many calls as we can. Let's start with Abe in Goodyear. Good morning, Abe. Good morning. How are you, sir? Doing well. How are you? Good. What's your home project today, buddy? Well, I'm trying to figure out. I've I've got a an electric and a gas dryer, but the only one that I've got hooked up is the electric one because I can't find the um, the gas line that goes to the. I don't know if there is a gas line in the wall to hook up the gas dryer. So I'd like to add one. I don't know who I 
if I contact a plumber or I just get a, a constructor, do I get a gas company out there? You're you're what? suspicious there's a gas line in the wall buried behind the clothes dryer that isn't sticking out? I, I'm, I'm guessing. I, I come from a different state, so I know all the homes there had the gas line behind it behind the wall do you have so, do you have gas on any other is there a gas meter on the property you have gas to any yes, other yes okay yes the heater and the stove are both gas okay well then what you're going to want to start with Abe, is a plumber that can get out there and take a look at the main line from the meter uh establish how many btus it was designed for Take a BTU okay. reading off of the two appliances that are currently being fed, and that will tell him if there is additional capacity in the line as it leaves the meter. He may find okay. out that what the size is actually consumes all of the capacity it has. At that point, what we do is we go all the way back to the meter, and we put a T in the gas line, and we run a secondary line over to your uh, dryer, and I couldn't encourage you more while you're doing that. I'd run one out to the backyard barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) I'd run it every place you ever could possibly want it. Let them size it accordingly. But the gas line work is something you're never going to want to try and tackle yourself. Find a plumber that's licensed to do gas line work and and go accordingly. Out there in the West Valley, you're new to town. Did I get that right? About uh, two years now. So. All right. Well, are you familiar with our website, Rosie on the House? Yes, I am. All right. Yes, you can find you can find several plumbers there on the west side of town. Thunderbird Th- Plumbing, Wonderful. Joseph, yep. out there in Waddell. Yep. Call Joe at Thunderbird if Plumbing. If he's not working on his garage. Yeah. He's building a okay. little shop okay. out behind his house. Abe, hey, thanks out. for the Great. call. We appreciate it, my Thank friend. Thank you. I appreciate you. Okay. Goodbye. Let's see if we can sneak in one more call before the break real quick. Let's go to Pat. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. Yes, I'm in um, Green Valley. Oh. So <laughs> I, I've heard the uh, <laughs> previous <laughs> comment. That was great. Um, what I'm calling about is respect. Okay, I'm in a homeowners association, and a number. This particular one that I live in is approximately. I've been here 15 years. Approximately 19 years old, um, and several of the homeowners are getting together to have the same contractor um, paint sure, um, the homes, hopefully, to get a better price. Sure, makes Um, sense. And my question is, it is now November. We've been having 90-degree weather here until this week. It's supposed to be in the 70s, and next week it goes back to, like, to 86. And after that week, we hit December. So my question is, some of them want to have it done in December, and my thought is, because it's so cold in the mornings, and they seem to do it in the mornings, um, is it on the stucco, is is there a problem, is it better to not do it in January, February, and March? For paint, they're really, unless we're below freezing, uh, and I don't know the boiling uh, temperature of paint, but I know our stucco walls don't get that high. You know, a, a good quality licensed contractor can take care of it any time of the year. 
I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in and stops my mind from wandering. It's Rosie on the house. Here to melt away all your home ownership, repair, or maintenance anxieties and or fears. We are every Arizona homeowner's happy place every Saturday morning. We generally steer away from politics, but my wife isn't here today. (laughs) And we have several callers on hold, but I do want to sneak in one very soft political comment. Soft. Very soft. Very soft. My oldest sister was rummaging through some files, and she found the brochure for the commencement exercises for Kokopa Elementary School in the Scottsdale Unified School District from May 25th, 1970, the year I graduated Kokopa 8th grade. At which point you could probably still see north straight to... It was empty. It was empty. <laughs> straight to Completely the mountains. Empty. Completely <laughs> empty. And I just want to put a challenge out there to those of you that may be a little frustrated or aggravated with today's society. I'm reading from the 8th grade commencement printed brochure. Mm-hmm. We started with the national anthem. Nice. After the Were you kneeling? After the national <laughs> anthem, we had an invocation. Better. And the class all together sang, Now let every tongue adore thee. And In this is public school. Public school. This is a private Christian May 25th, campus. 1970. I was there. You know what our benediction was? All creatures. I wasn't there. You're going to have to tell me. <laughs> All creatures of our God and King. The class sang that to close our eighth grade graduation. Okay, let's get back to home improvement questions. We've got several callers you know, on hold here. On that, and this isn't political, this was a report done by the Harvard Business School. I heard it on the radio this week predicting the, the pendulum is going to swing huge the other way, away from colleges. They, they predict up to half of the major universities in America are going to be bankrupt in 15 years because they're giving uh, degrees to for things that don't even exist in the workforce. <laughs> People are seeing these massive amount of school debts they can't pay off, and it's going to naturally – we're going to see a shift. We're always talking about we've got – a dire need for trades, a dire need for trades, a dire need for trades. And we could see a big shift back to that naturally uh, based on on this report by Harvard Business Law of people going away from these big, expensive college degrees back to working with their it'll hands. Be, and so it'd be interesting to see if that it, comes true. And and I, I saw a report earlier in the week that, that they're, the artificial intelligence robots are going to start being your physician assistants. Not mine, baby. So... <laughs> 
So I go to Doctor Romy between between grad <laughs> I go to a robot. between graduating <laughs> with degrees that don't get you jobs and debt that you can't pay off. You're going to be standing in line behind a robot for your job. All right, that's all the political we're going to cover today. We're here to melt away your anxieties, not pile on your anxieties. Let's see if we can get back to the callers. Who are we going to take next, buddy? Next on the line was CJ. Welcome to the program. Uh, hello, CJ. Hi. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Get us get us off um, the get us off the political spectrum and take us right to your house. Okay, right to my house. So um, I have a new build home I bought three years ago. Um, the day that I moved in, I noticed a smell coming from one of the sinks in the master bathroom. I called the home builder. They sent out their plumber. Nobody could find anything. As I continue throughout the years on the home, the smell continues to stay in that sink. I've cleaned it. I've called plumbers out. Nobody can fix it. So I'm always cleaning that sink. Now the smell is now coming up through the bathtub in my guest bathroom, and it's a horrible smell. I'm a very clean person, but now I have to keep Glade plug-ins plugged in because running water down the drains, it constantly smells like it's just it's a horrible smell. And I just, I'm frustrated, and I don't know what to do. You are going to be so glad you called. What would you do if for Christmas I gave you a smell-free home? Oh, my gosh, I'd love you. <laughs> Listen, well, I hey, I want mine smelling like turkey. I want mine smelling like. CJ, what what part of the state do you Camp. live in? I'm in uh, Peoria, North Peoria. Okay. Uh, up in the hills of Peoria? Um, no, um, Lake Pleasant Parkway area. Okay, all right. A lot, of new, a lot of new areas up there. Okay, and what direction does your front door point? Uh, west. Perfect. And do you have a pitched roof? Uh, yes, I do. Okay. And that that roof peak runs north and south? Correct. Okay. And is this master bathroom on the east side of the house, the back side of the house? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> I can fix your problem for about $7. <laughs> <laughs> CJ. And, and you've got... Uh, 30 seconds to do it. I'm not going to tell her. I'm going to make her hold on through the break. Oh, you're cold. <laughs> you're cold. <laughs> you're so Ryan Seacrest, I tell you. Uh, uh, you hang on, CJ. I've got I've got to take a little bit longer time to explain it on how to fix it, but I promise you, I can fix that problem. It's going to go away forever. Yeah. And right there at Lake Pleasant 99th, you've got a Home Depot and Lowe's facing each other east and west side. Right. You, you, you're going to have this done before the broadcast is over. That's right. Hang on, CJ. Gary D, he's always got the right tune for the right message. Let's bring CG, CJ back into the conversation, calling from North Peoria up yeah, on Lake Pleasant wants Parkway. Nobody the smell that's around us right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll help you get rid of it, CJ. That would be great. All right, Miss CJ, what you're going to want to do is go to the backyard of your house and look up on your roof, okay? Uh-huh. Uh, the, the plumbing vent, that the, the black pipe that sticks through your roof that's closest to that master bathroom sink that stinks... Right. That pipe needs to be raised. Okay. Okay. And I would, uh, since it's on the back of the house and nobody can see it from the front of the house, I'd, I'd raise it as high as I could. It'll look ridiculous. But let's see if that gets rid of the odor. 
okay? Okay. And what what happens is because our prevailing breezes come out of the southwest, the wind is hitting the top of your north-south ridgeline, and it's curling back down the east face exposure of your roof, creating a positive okay. pressure on your vent pipe. And if we can get that up higher so it's above the turbulent air rolling over your roof, then all of that smell is going to blow to the northeast into your neighbor's yard, and you'll be done with it. Fantastic. Okay. And, CJ, that pipe is only going to cost you a few bucks. Um, Is it a single-story house or a two-story house? Single-story. Okay. You have someone capable of being able to get up on the roof? Is it a tile roof? Uh, yes, it is a tile roof. My oh. uh, fiance is pretty capable of that. Okay. All right. Extend that pipe and see if it doesn't solve it. If it okay. doesn't, that's the fix for under fifty bucks. Okay. okay. Well, a lot under fifty bucks, depending on how big, how nice a meal you have to cook for your fiance. And and works ninety plus percent of the time. In, in the ten percent of the time, it doesn't work. I have a one hundred percent success rate fixing this problem but it but it costs about 1500 bucks but it fixes okay. it forever so try the cheap route first okay okay sounds good i appreciate your time you keep us posted i will thank you all right with that do we want to go to royanne in buckeye Roy- hi how are you hi roy roy royanne what a pretty name it is royanne okay name. yes anyway we have an absolutely beautiful Woodpecker. However, he's beating up the house. <laughs> How do I get rid of him from be, from you know knocking on the on the stucco? He sits on the ledge and then he does his little beating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and I beat back. You know, when I'm I'm up, I, I beat back and he kind of goes away. But um, there's right. got to be something I would think to. Get him to change his behavior. Yeah. Okay. You you are going to be almost as glad as CJ was happy that she called. We have a solution. Oh, cool. We have a solution for you. So first thing you want to do is make that area uncomfortable for him. He's obviously comfortable there, and, and the beating back really isn't going to scare him off, as you've seen. So <laughs> there are uh, – Bonide makes a, a Repels All is a product. It's a liquid. You can spray it on there, and it gives the aroma of Predator – now, this isn't one of those where you spray it and you you, you just reek <laughs> and you have to wear like bio suit to apply it. It's uh, very you you can almost a human scent can't smell it. But get the liquid application. It does come in granular if you're trying to create a perimeter around an area, but you need it liquid so it stays on the stucco and spray it a couple times. Get him deterred. Now he's not going to want to necessarily move out of his territory because he's got that established. But once that area becomes uncomfortable to him, give him something else to go peck on. You know, he's trying, that noise establishes his dominance and that this is his turf and his territory. And especially when breeding season comes, it'll get a lot more obnoxious than it is now. You know, uh, uh, like an old metal coffee can, you know, the biggest one you can find. Uh, you know, put the grounds in a glass jar and stick that metal can out there, real bright, shiny, and he's going to make a lot of noise on that, and he's, he's going to be attracted to that. Find something else for him to go um, 
to, to peck on, and that'll keep him from at least beating up the stucco on your home. That's wonderful. So, so it's called where, Repel All? Repels where, All, yes, Ro- ma'am. Romy, where are you thinking from Buckeye? Where would she be able to find that? Probably Elgin Nursery. Okay. Elgin Nursery. about like uh, 83rd Avenue and um, uh, McDowell. Okay. I know they, they supply Bonide. Um, you can go to Bonide's website, B-O-N-I-D-E.com, and... Uh, you can also order it directly off of their website. It's another right. another option. Uh, Jackrabbit Nursery, I believe. Oh yeah, some of it. So. Okay. Well, there you go, Royan. We appreciate the call. Oh, that is great. Thanks, so. guys. Really appreciate it. And love the And then, if that doesn't work, you can find one of these guys that uh, trains hawks, and you just tie a hawk up in your yard for about two weeks, and you'll have everything cleared. <laughs> Even the pigeons. Even the pigeons, yes. Hey, before we take the next caller, and listeners, there is an open line. If you'd like to sneak in, we've taken care of a couple callers. If there's a project you're trying to get done around the house, go ahead and give us a ring at one 767 But before we go to the next caller, who is Bob, I want to just give our listeners a heads up because we're seeing a lot of these kinds of notices, and I want you all to be prepared to not be taken advantage of. Uh, just right now, throughout the Phoenix area, the FBI is warning homeowners that there is a very prevalent telephone scam going on right now trying to convince you that some family friend has been kidnapped. Okay, look, don't fall for that. Don't take those calls, all right? And the other thing they want you to be aware of is we have Black Friday coming on right now and a big shop one of the biggest shopping days of the year and criminals have now developed fake Black Friday websites so you think you're on a particular national retailer's website and you're actually on a black hole website you do your shopping you punch in your credit card information, you think you've just ordered something, and all you've done is flushed money down an internet black hole. So shop carefully. They say the report is they have detected over 30,000 of these fake websites. 30,000 of them to take your money. So please, this holiday shopping season, don't ruin the reason for the season, <laughs> the joy of the season, by being fall, fall victim to any of these kind of pranks or crooked guys. Yeah, what a shame. I tell you, one thing that's not a scam is through the end of the broadcast, we actually have 15% off our best-selling safety glasses, the Hex Armor brand uh it's the MX200 silver tinting. If you're looking, and these are OSHA rating, good, will work for everything up to welding. So okay. If you need safety glasses while you're out working or if you do a lot of weed eating or anyone in the yard uh, work, or I always use them when I'm using saws or nail blades, the uh, silver tint, uh, 100% UV protected, they're not polarized but they're 100 percent uv protected you don't the, the polarized does they there is a polarized brand from hex armor coming up in march they'll be releasing it 
but for a safety glass application, that's not something you ne- you you need. So we're doing a little twenty or fifteen percent off. They're our best selling glass. It was just something fun. We kind of got a wild hair to do this week, and we've got uh, so you go to rosieonthehouse.com and the quick links. We've got a direct link to that one because we we have about nine different safety glasses in our Hex Armor line. And shopping at the new Rosie on the House e-commerce store supports who, buddy? Well, <clears throat> coming up for the 30th anniversary, we've got something special we're putting together. Uh, this this isn't part of that. Oh, okay. Th- these are just products we've tested, we've endorsed that uh, you can't find necessarily in stores. They don't want to go on Amazon because they can't afford to give Amazon what they want to have your product on their website. And it's it's a way that we find great tools and connect it to the homeowners. If that's something you need, you can find them at rosieonthehouse.com. But coming up in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have oh. a, a pretty special toolkit for Rosie's 30th anniversary that's all going to be custom etched. And all the proceeds for that toolkit or any of the individual tools you may want out of that toolkit, you can buy individually will help benefit our three nonprofit partners and we'll be talking about that uh, in the broadcast coming up as the pre-sales go live very good with that we'll get back to the phones welcome bob into the conversation good morning bob appreciate you phoning in good morning yes sir uh last week i had a fellow knock on the door and he was trying to get me to put solar panels on the roof they would own them, and they would charge me for the amount of power that I used off of those panels. Have you heard of anything like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and they weren't from, let's see, you're calling from Tucson, Tucson. area? And they yeah. th- these people were not from TEP, right? No. Yeah. I can give you the name of them if it's okay. No, no. Keep that to yourself. Okay. Um I, I'm not a, a, a fan of that, Bob. As a matter of fact, uh, before I would do that, I would contact other qualified solar contractors in the area and get a comparative analysis of, if you're even interested in solar, what two bona fide qualified solar contractors can provide. Uh, I'm not a fan of responding to solicitation phone calls and I'm not a fan of door-to-door marketing. If, if it isn't something you're seriously considering doing, don't let a stranger knocking on your door give you some data that persuades you into giving it a try. If you're interested in solar, get to rosieonthehouse.com. Get some Rosie solar service providers out to your house. Let them do a full analysis of your property, uh, your return on investment, and then go from there. I'm glad you called, and I hope everyone listening hears what I'm saying. There is no need for you to respond to unsolicited requests to do work at your house. It isn't something we endorse or support And it tends to lead to a lot of hurt feelings and misspent money. And that's exactly why we started Rosie on the House 30 years ago, was to hopefully try and run out a few of the scoundrels that were taking advantage of Arizona homeowners. And, you know, this calendar you've produced, Romy, 
has probably generated as much feedback as anything we've done second to the crawfish festival, right? Oh, and people, <laughs> it's, it's it's passing the crawfish festival now. It is maybe uh, not an inquiry. Yeah, it, it has because it's it's a home maintenance calendar. Everyone, it's shipped to your door, so yeah. it can apply to anyone. So it's. It's been a lot more popular than the Crawfish Festival because you don't have to make plans and travel and, <laughs> okay. and move. But it's it's fun. You just go to rosieonthehouse.com, click on the calendar, and follow the directions. Give us your email. They're going to get shipped in December. We get a lot of people saying, I applied. I haven't got one. I applied. I haven't got one. It says right there, shipping in December. We're still in November. All right. There you go. When we get back, we've got Greg and Elizabeth on hold. We'll get to their calls as quick as we can. Home was a swimming hole. I don't know about you, Gary D. Well, that swimming hole at my house, Jeff Davis Parish, below Interstate 10, a little below Highway 90, on old Highway 14 to Bell City. It was full of mud, that's for sure. It was also full of skeeters, catfish, and two alligators. It's not the Calcasieu River. You didn't, oh, oh you didn't swim a lot. Mermintal. No. Mermintal. Right. Yeah, Mer- mine was Bayou Tesh, Bayou Vermilion. Yeah, there you go. You know, if you didn't get bit, you had a good time. <laughs> Things were good. Things were good. All right, let's get back to the phones real quick here at Rosie on the House. And we'll go to Greg. Good morning, Greg. Good morning. How are you today, my friend? Not bad. How are you guys doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, Buckeye. And okay. I, I heard one of your last callers calling from Buckeye, too, with a similar problem. In fact, the last guy that called you had another similar problem with the solar panels. I had a an issue with that. But my primary concern has been pigeons in this neighborhood I bought into out in West Buckeye. Yeah. There's a severe pigeon problem in the neighborhood. And you said something about hawk training. And you see hawks running around out in the, the fields out here and stuff, but you never see them in the neighborhood getting rid of these things. <laughs> what can you do that's, uh, that's legal out here except for if, is there anything you can do that's not a – like hiring those pigeon control guys, they're pretty expensive to put up the the, the roof systems. Right. And I've had a c- couple of estimates, but they're between like six and a thousand, six hundred and a thousand dollars for the the two that I talked to. My neighbor had it done, and it's kind of effective, but not a hundred percent. But I've got a pretty bad problem on my my house. I've had yeah. pigeons living there since I bought the place. Yeah, boy. And is your home in a subdivision or are you rural? In Buckeye. Subdivision. Okay. So it's a two story home and. Yeah, that second story up there, they love that. Pigeons, they are amazing at their uh, navigation. And if they pick your rooftop and uh-huh. you one eave area they like and you board that off and they just move around the house until you finally get them relocated, they don't like to move once they settle in. Um, this solution for the woodpecker wouldn't really work because a woodpecker is much more of a single unit you never have two dominant male woodpeckers living on Move your property together if, if they do it lasts for about 12 minutes so <laughs> one of them kills the other and then uh, but pigeons are, are you know and pack flocks rats. yeah flying pack rats um yeah this neighborhood's infested with them they're like new york rats yeah i i would contemplate getting the neighborhood together and attack it through a multifaceted uh attack which would would include, you know, some of the uh, barrier 
physical barrier protections that you're talking about, uh, depending on the temperament of your other neighbors and stuff, there's also uh, poisoning techniques and tactics. Uh, and I w- the problem with that is then if the neighborhood cats or dogs eat the birds, then it, it, you it's know, a problem. Kept... It is a problem. But they, they do have uh, professional pigeon uh, eradicators that have multiple different tactics to use. Uh, I'm sure you can get several of them out and have them at least give you a proposal. I know Blue Sky Pest Control will take a look at pigeon control for sure. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, a website, birdx.com, just about bird-x.com, about every product I've ever seen at every hardware stores is all there, and they've got everything from electronic birds control that are that are sonic sounds, ultrasonic, drones, laser control. It doesn't fry them or anything, but it's just these flashing lights placed in areas they like to get under and roost, drive them crazy. And then they've got bird wire and spikes and nets. And like Dad said, get together with your neighbors because as soon as you get them deterred from your house, they're just going to be on your neighbors. This, you know, your street, especially if you're in a cul-de-sac, you guys should all get together and fight this. Nasty. As a- Nasty. Yeah, it, it is kind of a cul-de-sac, and it's all the farms, the farms with the silos around here. And I don't know if that's what wipes so. Uh, you know, dominant out here. No, I used to I live in Goodyear, and there wasn't that many out there. I but know. out here, they're just all over the place. I don't have any farms around uh, us in Whitman, and we've got three different locations where there's just huge flocks that just uh, are constant. So it's it really doesn't have much to do with the ag. All right, let's take Elizabeth real quick for the final caller of the hour. Miss Elizabeth, welcome to Rosie Hi. on the House. Real quick, how can we help you? Hi, good morning. I have a quick question. I have a house in Glendale. I bought it. It's built 1977 it has vinyl siding i had the house painted vinyl vinyl siding over the summer warped and i'm trying to replace just the warped pieces but i'm having trouble finding somebody to help and second trying to find a a store like home depot or where to go yeah it'll be be hard Uh, elizabeth i'm gonna have you uh are you familiar with our website rosieonthehouse.com Okay, all you need to do is go in there uh, under Find a Trusted Partner, type in siding in your zip code. You're going to end up with a company by the name of JLC Enterprises. The owner is Tim. Call Tim, 480-967-9183. Talk him through the issue and see if he can't help you out. Replacing just a couple pieces of vinyl siding has its challenges, that's for sure, not the least of which is color matching. But Tim can at least talk you through what your options are. Y'all stay tuned. We've got Nathan Angel from Belgard joining us in the 10 o'clock hour. Got a texter called in and he said, I solved my pigeon problem with a pellet gun. Okay. Those are legal in city limits. <laughs> <laughs> 